Welcome to Her Fantasy Football. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio slash Her Fantasy Football and on iTunes, where you can leave us a very nice five-star ranking. Thank you very much. Make sure to subscribe to us on HerFantasyFootball.com, and you can chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook slash Her Fantasy Football. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. I'm here with my lovely sisters, Ashley Williams and Brandon Marianne Lee. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. Hi, 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 hi. Patrick's Day plans? I'm wearing Ashley's green today. My kids. You wear green today. Nice. Yeah. Very I'm nice. I'm a little early. Happy March Madness, everybody. Yeah. My husband's going out of town, and uh, we're huge corned beef cabbage people. <clears throat> or I should say I am, and then I made it for him, and now he's it's like one of his favorite meals. So because he's going to be out of town, I already had to make our corned beef cabbage this week so that he could enjoy it. That's so. a nice wife. Yep. Yep. Way to go. Nice. Yep. I did not. Mm-hmm. I did not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we haven't talked to you guys in a little while now, so we are going to cover a little agent trade on we're not going to dive in too deep in the contracts per se but we're just going to talk about what this means for your fantasy team moving forward we're going to start off with the quarterbacks of course we knew this some people because they got bored during the offseason thought this wasn't going to happen but Drew Brees did re-sign with the Saints yeah as it should be Mr. 4,000 or 5,000 yards expected right well done, well done. Um, his tackle, Zach Streif, uh, retired, and it was a very emotional speech. Everybody's crying. It was very cute. So you just love when people love working together like that. That's so nice. Um, Drew Brees got a couple more years in him, right? So I think oh, yeah. that he is safe to draft next year. And uh, love him some Brees. Love, love, love. All right, well, let's talk about some of the guys that moved around. Alex Smith goes to the Redskins, no longer a chief. Let's see how many yards he can throw this year to the ever, uh, should we say, let down receivers, uh, <laughs> which means Kirk Cousins moved away from the Redskins and signed with the Vikings for a three-year, $84 million guaranteed mm-hmm. contract. Well done, Kirk Cousins. Um, he's got quite a few weapons over there, too. Uh, who do you think is going to come out on top of this, of this, these signings? Well, I mean, the Minnesota Vikings were, were a better team. So I yeah. think that they obviously have to give Kirk Cousins the the edge here in terms of fantasy. I mean, if you're going to have, um, you know, our man, Adam Thielen, going over 1,200 mm-hmm. yards, only four touchdowns, but still that's insane. And then Stefan Diggs went over 800 yards and had eight touchdowns, didn't play in all 16 games. That was pretty good. And then over 500 yards for um, uh Kyle Rudolph, which doesn't sound very impressive, but he did have eight touchdowns and he's a tight end. So we're just liking any production whatsoever. I think it's going to be fine for Kirk Cousins. I think unfortunately he might be overdrafted because people are going to be like, oh, it's with the Vikings and it's Kirk Cousins. So, I mean, he won't be a value like he was this year. He will definitely have to be paying up. And uh, I think Alex Smith might be the value here, but I'm going to be very interested to see what they do in the draft because we'll talk about the wide receivers later, what they did. You know, um, they do still have our guy, Jamison Crowder, which will live in infamy and disasterness. Uh, although he came on at the end once you'd given up on him. So it was lovely. I, mean, I would say come on was rude. I mean, it was 
rude. Uh, but, you know, yeah, Terrell Pryor is supposedly, you know, getting some interest from other teams at this point. Um, he is not with the team anymore. Uh, so uh, we'll see what they do with Josh Doxson, everyone else. So we're going to talk about the addition there later. But, um, you know, I think Alex Smith is going to anchor this team. He's a veteran. He's good in the locker room. All these guys are kind of known as, like, you know, decent guys in the locker room. So, you know, I think it'll be a good thing for the, the Washington organization. But uh, fantasy-wise, I'm interested. I mean, I'm not excited, but, like, he's usually free. He you is pay free. for Alex You Smith. don't pay for I mean, Alex No, Smith. No. Even, even when he was fantastic last year, you still didn't pay. Yeah. For Alex. Like, no, he was like one of those sleeper picks that you got, and you were so happy you had at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Or he's Absolutely. a waiver wire pickup in week three. So yeah. uh, Kirk Cousins, you'll have to get. You'll have to actually go out and get Kirk Cousins. Alex Smith is still the guy. He's a Blake Bortles type. You got him on the waiver wire midseason, and when he's in a good matchup, you feel great about it. That's right. I, I think it's all going to depend on whether the coaches let him air it out. I think we saw finally a little bit of that this year, and hopefully this coaching staff is going to continue that, but I think it all rides on uh, whether, whether they're going to have Alex Smith just be a game manager or they're going to let him play a little bit. I I don't know. I'm not sure about Kirk cousins. I think that his ADP will go up slightly, but I mean, I think people are still picking breeze Brady Wilson and so forth above Kirk cousins, even with the move to the Vikings, I would say Rogers. Yeah, I mean, I think they they're still going first. The question is just gonna be is he gonna, is he gonna go up a round or two in the ADP because of this move? I don't know. I'm not sure the Vikings are ever still respected. I, you know, I mean, people might That's think it was a fluke year. Fluke. Well, there's lovers and there's haters of Kirk Cousins. There's not much in between. So either somebody on your draft is going to be taking him too high or people are going to not want him. So you might get him for a deal. Well, with Kirk Cousins going to Minnesota, that means that finally Minnesota gets to get rid of Case Keenum, which they were wanting to do. It seemed like every single game last year. So Keenum goes to the Broncos, who have been longing for a quarterback that was worth something. Is Case Keenum that guy? guy i don't know but maybe he's just good enough uh for the broncos Trevor simeon packed his bags and headed to the vikings as well for um backup position so a little little bit of moves going on i don't know broncos need a lot of help is keenum gonna fix all of it probably not they probably need to fire their coach Have i feel bad for that coach a little he had no chance. I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see. But I'll say this. We were talking about ADP, right? So I just decided to go on Fantasy Pros, which kind of is an aggregator as to, like, the different rankings. So 2018, you know, rankings are out for a lot of people. We don't do rankings until after the draft, you guys. Why? Because we're all about team composition. So we're not going to tell you where we're going to draft people. But I can tell you right now that Kirk Cousins' ADP is um, – or uh, where his ranking is, is eighth among all the quarterbacks – um, and then you have to go way, way down to 21 for Alex Smith, 22 for Blake Bortles, 23 Tyrod Taylor, and then you got to go all the way down to 27 for Case Keenum in Denver. That's. I'm Case not, Keenum's I'm, gonna I'm be not the guy you pick up. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna invest in, a, in an offense that struggled so much last year. Um, no, I agree. Quarter. I don't know. Yeah, but, but, but you don't have to Kirk draft Case, Case Keenum either. Is what I'm saying. Like these nope. aren't these aren't fantasy decisions you have to make during your draft. It's just like 
best of luck. I'm just concerned about the coaching. I'm concerned about the fact that the Broncos in recent years have not historically been great about tailoring their offense to the skill set of the players that they have. And so I'm a little bit nervous about that, and particularly with Kubiak coming back into the fold uh, on an executive organizational level. And he is the, in my opinion, epitome of a coach and person unwilling to budge from his style of play, regardless of who he has on his team. So for me, I'm a little concerned about that. But I don't know. I mean, I think Case Keenum is is a vet. I think that he's I love the fact that the Broncos did not go out and spend a ton of money on Kirk Cousins because they do have so many other needs they need to address. So obviously Case Keenum is coming in at a much nicer price tag than you know Kirk Cousins would have. But I don't know. I'm 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 holding out on hope there. But I will say, Baron, with what you talk about ADP, Blake Bortles, man, no respect, no respect, never. <laughs> keep, keep your keep your eye on him. Keep your eye on Blake Bortles. I say it every year, and I get made fun of every year. But keep. Well, he's your always eye terrible at the him. beginning, but he's the greatest waiver wire pickup in like week twelve, like every year. It seems. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it seems like I ride so many championships to the to the home stretch with Blake Bortles, and it's embarrassing. But hey, I like winning. I, I, I'll say this though. I, we talked about those stat lines for Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, and, and Kyle Rudolph. Well, guess who was throwing the ball? It was Case Keenum. I think this does help Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. I think this helps hopefully break out Jake Butt, a tight end who was unable to play last year, but that the, the Denver Broncos are really excited about. So I actually don't think he's a detriment. I'm not like pumped. No. I'm not telling you to draft Case Keenum, but I'm saying that maybe those guys are, are going to be value again because no one's going to draft those guys high again because they're scared and they should be. But I think that, that maybe um, – now we can look at this team as not just a complete bust, but like at least, you know, I, th I think it raises the floor. I don't think it raises yeah. the ceiling a lot, but the floor is raised. We'll I'd see. We that. need some chemistry going on. We need some chemistry. Uh, let's see here. Josh McCowan stays with the Jets salon with another sweet and lovable quarterback, another Minnesota Viking heading out. Mr. Teddy Bridgewater is now a Jet. It's a Jet. It's a Jet. It has to be like the most lovable team in the NFL. For sure. And, and I love them. Starts. What? I think it's going to be interesting to see who starts. I do too. I don't. I have genuinely no idea. Well, Courtney. It's Courtney, Josh. It's Courtney Josh. yeah. Yeah. Courtney, yeah. <laughs> Courtney's love for uh, McGowan is my favorite. I don't know. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, he's, he's good if he can play. The question is, is he healthy? So, you know, we'll have to sit there and see when he's fully unleashed. Uh in preseason and see what happens. But I mean, I love both of them. It's one of those things. It's like a lose lose because you like both of them. You don't want either one of them to not get the job. I think the best part of the fantasy implications here is that for all of us that like to wait on quarterback, I think there are a lot of options that we're talking about here. No one's saying to draft these guys as like, you know, stud quarterbacks for whatever. But I do think all of them could have some fantasy implications depending on the matchup the whole season. Like these are the guys you're going to be streaming. Yeah. And this plays into Courtney's draft strategy uh, with the Brad Evans League, where she somehow never manages to get a quarterback and has to always draft at least one bench <laughs> quarterback, hoping I, that the I'm starter will sure get injured. I drafted the whole Jets team last year. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> amazing. And hit my cap. I don't know how it happened, but 
was nuts. Um, well, let's see there. Sam Bradford, yet another Minnesota Viking quarterback, has gone to the Cardinals with Mr. Lennon. Um, so I think this is just a rebuilding decade for the Arizona Cardinals, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. It happens. So let's, so let's rebuild with crap. It's a good call. It's a good strategy. <laughs> I don't think Sam Bradford's crap. The poor guy no, just can't stay healthy. But Remember that first game healthy. of the season where he was amazing for the Vikings? I get it, but he cannot stay healthy. Can't do it. Just, can't do it. So I, I, to me, just doesn't make sense at all. I don't get it. Well, it'll be interesting nevertheless. And Tyrod Taylor, our guy, was traded to the Browns. Dun, 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 dun. Thank um, goodness. Yeah, thank goodness. Uh, the Bills got Mr. A.J. McCarron, which is great because, gosh, we do not want to have to rely on Mr. Nathan Peterman, who threw four interceptions and a half uh, to be the guy for the Bills. Um Another and then team. went into that playoff game and then threw another interception. I was like, no. It was just so bad for him. You I felt, felt bad. So like, bad. If I didn't love Tyrod Taylor, I wouldn't, I would have felt worse for him. But it made right. me feel validated that I'm like, this was so ridiculous. They pulled Tyrod Taylor. And so it validated how dumb the decision was. And they were their hand was forced. They had to go back to Tyrod Taylor. So I'm just so glad Tyrod Taylor is out of Buffalo. I am a little nervous for AJ McCarron, who has a really strong personality, in my opinion. And here as someone who lives in Denver, and I don't know if this is everywhere, but there's chatter every single offseason that, oh, John Elway loves A.J. McCarron. He's going to go get A.J. McCarron. I'm always like, no, 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 no. So I'm glad this is over. But I'll be intrigued. Yay Bills for Tyra are, Taylor. He gets a break. Yay for him. And But the Bills are tough. That's a tough crowd. Tough fans. So I'll be intrigued to see with a very strong personality of A.J. McCarron how he fares there. Yep. Me too. I mean, he he has a lot of confidence. A lot. <laughs> what I'll say about that, uh, I think they're both. I think that they're going to draft a quarterback. I think the Browns are going to draft a quarterback. I don't think either of those guys' jobs are safe. No. Hey, Brandon, no glasses today, huh? Yeah, that is right. Well, I have to tell you guys about uh, what is going on with one of our new awesome sponsors. It's called Simple Contacts. Uh, I got my contact lens pre prescription renewed from my couch in under five minutes using an awesome app called Simple Contacts. Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your brand of lenses from anywhere in minutes through an online vision test. It's designed by doctors and every test is reviewed by a doctor and uh, they will, it's like literally bringing a doctor's office into your home. And like for me, um, I like did something funky with the test and the doctor reviewed it and was like, no, she has to redo this. She has, we have to make sure that her it's accurate. And that's awesome because accuracy is also important, you guys. And it took five seconds because they just texted me that I needed to do it and I did it. It was like done. So um, the customer service there is on point. So Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your brand lenses from anywhere in minutes through an online vision test. It's designed by doctors and every test is reviewed. So definitely go check it out. This isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye uh, health exam, but the contact lens prices are unbeatable. The vision test is only $20 and the shipping is free if you pick standard shipping. So best of all, our listeners are going to get $30 off their first Simple Contacts order with a 
promo code fantasy football. And if you wear contacts, you know saving any money on contacts is incredibly important. So try it for yourself and save $30 on your lenses by going to simplecontacts.com slash fantasy football. All one word all together. Uh, just again, enter the code fantasy football at checkout or go to simplecontacts.com slash fantasy football. And again, you can just enter that code fantasy football as well at checkout. Go check it out. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's get those to those wide receivers. Mr. Jarvis Landry goes to the Browns as well. Browns making lots of moves. Dare I say Super Bowl champ 2018. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, we say it every year. We so say you it have to year. say it, but you they have actually have a shot at being decent this year. Come decent. on, baby Brown. Having a winning record. Having a winning record. Th- there's a record. there's a good shot of it. i I love love this move. And, and I know for Jarvis Landry too. You know, like, I know we'll get to running backs later, but the Browns not only got a new quarterback and wide receiver, but they also got Carlos Hyde from the 49ers. So they got all new shiny toys there. Hopefully they don't screw it all up. Like they usually do, because uh, it's possible. <laughs> I just want to say that Jarvis Landry is an incredibly good football player, um, mm-hmm. and I think it was bizarre that the Miami Dolphins decided um, to to part ways with him. Um, we're going to talk about who is coming to town, which was uh, I'm not quite sure what's going on there, but um, you know Jarvis Landry is only 25 years old, and he's not turning 26 until the end of November. He's truly 25 years old today, okay? And this guy has now um, three seasons with at least 987 yards. Yes, yes, he was 13 yards shy of having three seasons in a row of over a thousand receiving yards. But this guy has played with like the worst quarterback play that you could. Possibly possible. imagine. Mm-hmm. And last season, he was able to get up to nine touchdowns, which over doubled what he did the other two years. So uh, he's definitely someone to watch. I mean, usually we don't say someone's this someone to watch when they go to the Browns, but hopefully they can get it together. And I think he's a great compliment to Josh Gordon down the field. I love the compliment. And what I like about him is I think of him as kind of a utility receiver. He can do it all. Yeah, he really can. It's not like he's going to be pigeonholed into, you know, one of the positions. I think that he can go where they need him to. Um, I love. I'm going to love the chemistry between him and Tyrod Taylor. I'm super excited about that. Uh, you see, don't forget, we got David Njoku who's still there. So we've got a pretty flushed out team for the Browns. Which is if crazy they weren't the Browns, I'd be really excited, right? If, yeah. you, if they weren't the Browns, because they're still coaching to kind of play and obviously uh, organization. But hey, they're making some killer moves. Browns for me right now are like top of the top when it comes to free agency. They're doing they're doing their thing, that's for sure. Competing with Chicago, they are. Ravens Two, dropped yeah. Jeremy Macklin and signed John Brown. Boring. Jordy Nelson <laughs> got cut from the Packers. Several tears. Several from a lot of Packers fans. I mean, they own, don't they own the team? Can't mm-hmm. they say no? I mean, isn't that like the whole point of the Packers, right? We should Not do so a much. show on what the farce that is. That's right. That's right. Well, don't worry, because Nelson was picked up today by the Oakland Raiders, which means the Raiders needed to free up some space. So goodbye, Mr. Michael Crabtree. Tear. I liked Crabtree. Yeah, it's going to be really weird to see Jordy in a Raiders jersey, though. My best friend named her daughter or her son Jordy. And so I'm totally buying her son a Raiders jersey because she's a Broncos fan. And it, it has to happen now. It has to. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not Can't surprised to see. 
So let me just say, I'm not surprised to see Crabtree go. I don't, I don't really foresee him and Gruden meshing well together. Um, but is it bad that I hope he lands with the Rams? The Rams? A, yeah. Oh, I'm intrigued. A, I think that him and Sean McVay could actually be a nice little combo. And they did get rid of some receivers. So I think that's interesting. But B, Akib Talib is on the team. And those two can't get along ripping necklaces off and such. So just how fun <laughs> would that be that they're forced to be on the same team together and he's got to tape his necklace down every practice. I'm not going to do that. That's silly. Not Maybe this will be the way that he doesn't have his necklace ripped. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> on the same team with a keep. I don't know. Maybe they'll come out with a jewelry line together. Oh, <laughs> that would be amazing if they did. Yeah, hashtag capitalism. Yeah, I like if it. they do that, they, that they can call it we the made the idea. brand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, like the ripoff, uh, like sweats and stuff? <laughs> yeah, the ball, like, away, you know, rips off his is. necklaces every time. Yeah. So oh, whoops, like, I just said that to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Just ripped up my air. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it won't happen. Example: Dare, dare to dream, Mr. To potential, dream. Mr. Dante Moncrief went to the Jaguars. Mr. Potential team, um, so useless. Whatever. We'll see. Tory Smith was traded to the Panthers. So yet again, the Panthers get no receivers. The Bears released uh, Marcus Wheaton, but they got. Taylor Gabriel, who I like a lot. He heads to Chicago along with Alan Robinson. Oh, we're breaking up a little. Yeah, with Alan Robinson, too. Alan Robinson, yeah. Yep. So I think this was great. But I don't – Taylor Gabriel is – I mean, I'm, we'll agree to disagree on that one. Taylor Gabriel, to me, remember every day or every week, like last season, I was like, Mohamed Sanu is the guy. It is not Taylor Gabriel. But – Alan Robinson, I think this is a really good starting place. And the good news is that they re-signed Cam Meredith. That, to me, Cameron Meredith, I'm excited about. Well, yeah. We thought he was going to be this big-time stud. And then, you know, obviously in the preseason he got hurt. But um, I think this could be really good. They still have Kevin White, too, which is just sad. I don't even know why they still have Kevin White. But what I will say is I don't think is a Taylor Gabriel issue. He just didn't get targeted much because Sanu was getting more targets. I mean, I, mean, I don't know why everybody – Gabriel is that kind of guy, like according to that potential guy that people just love, right? Because, you know, he can make some really flashy plays. I think there's potential here. It's just really going to be how much of the offensive scheme is he going to be involved in? You know, I mean, that's, well, that's the question. When Sanu was dealing with ankle issues, Gabriel stepped up. So yeah, I think the talent's there. Yeah, I think he just needs the chance. And I don't yeah. know if he's going to get it in Chicago because now they have tons of receivers, but we'll see. Amandola goes to the Dolphins. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So, so, so many thoughts. So many thoughts. So but we're going to move thoughts. on. Our guy, Paul Richardson, <laughs> live, leaves Seattle for the Redskins uh, for pretty big money. Paul Richardson agreed to a five-year worth $40 million. And the only reason why we mention that is because he's kind of a ho-hum receiver. Well, he's injury prone too. That's a lot of money for an injury-prone receiver who's really only put up one decent season. And I love P. Rich, but we love him. Yeah, but it's surprising. Yeah, and He'll was he needed? Disappointment. Was he needed on the team in this capacity? Well, you they're know? probably going to release somebody. 
Well, who else do they have? I mean, Jamison Crowder, but he's a possession possession receiver. They, they they don't play even remotely the same. Um, Josh Gordon, but or Josh Doxson, but Josh Doxson's had a really difficult time kind of defining what his actual role is on the team. Maybe it's that he's the red zone target. Maybe we'll put it that way, but um, I don't know. So I guess Paul Richardson is then the the deep threat, and then is Pryor gone? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Pryor's gone. I don't, I don't know. know. It's just it's uh it's it's intriguing to me. But Washington is such. Huh. A, I mean, but would you they, would you spend that kind of money on a deep threat when Alex Smith is your quarterback? No, that makes zero sense. I'm not. I'm not justifying it. Yeah, but as <laughs> so we say, it's bizarre well, for the team. It's bizarre. Now again, because I love Alex Smith and I have to constantly defend Alex Smith. Alex Smith can throw the deep ball. He oh, just is never asked to do it. He can. He can. I think he proved that this season. He can do he it. Did, he did much better this season. He I had the it. best. He had a career year. But so did Paul Richardson. And before that, Paul Richardson had never gone over 288 yards in a season. Well, he's and so we're fans. In, so injury prone. I mean, the guy. Well, he played in- 15 games in two of his last three seasons. 15 games. 288 I yards. Is Seattle's. I mean, I, I mean, it's Seattle's a weird offense when it comes to receivers and consistency. I mean, look what they did to Jimmy Graham. Yeah, I mean, I'd be also intrigued didn't. to see how many targets he had in that year total compared yeah. to this year. I mean, he had a much, much, much larger role this year than last year, mainly because they had zero running game. They had to, right? I mean, they, they literally had no one to run the ball. All they could do was throw. I don't know. I just find it really interesting. I hope he does well. It's an intriguing pickup, in my opinion, for the Redskins. We'll see. We'll see. Mike Evans re-signs with the Bucks for another five years for $82.5 million, second highest paid receiver behind Antonio Brown. Um, now he just needs to have a little bit better catching percentage. He can do it. I feel it. Sammy Watkins goes I to can't. the Chiefs. Dun, 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 dun. My family is dying. My husband's a Chiefs fan. My kids are Chiefs fans. And my kids are Sammy Watkins fans. So um, this is very exciting for us. I feel like this we moment, get our guy at our team. This moment for your children was the feeling I had when Peyton Manning came to the Broncos, which is a ridiculous <laughs> comparison of Sammy Watkins and, and Peyton Manning. We're talking about <laughs> we're talking about in, like an eight and almost six year old at this point. So the feelings are different. But like Peyton Manning was my favorite player. Period. Regardless of any team, that was my favorite player when he was a Colt. And then he came to the Broncos. I literally cried. I was like, dreams come true. It was amazing. <laughs> so I feel like for your kids who loved Sammy Watkins to come to the Chiefs team, and they're 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 huge Chiefs fans. It's exciting for them. I don't think we're gonna tell them until we get them jerseys. Oh and then we'll be like, oh. guess what? You know, boom, Sammy Watkins, the Chiefs. They'll be so excited. They actually just tried on their Buffalo Bills, Sammy Watkins jerseys, and they still fit. So, oh, nice. We'll have to see. We'll have I'm to excited to see who Sammy Watkins really is. He's I only say, 24. I, okay. So he's like a baby. I know he's been in the league four years, you guys. He entered, he was one of the youngest football players to ever enter the NFL. So that's part of the reason why we feel like he's like 40, because it feels like he's been in our life a really long time. But he's only 24. His first two seasons, he had over 900 yards per season and then six and nine touchdowns a pop. But the last two seasons have been big time disappointments. So I don't know. And even last year, he was finally healthy, he played in 15 games. But he only put up 593 yards. I, I yeah, mean, I yeah. 
And sometimes he wasn't even games. The majority of his games, he had three or less catches. And he's Sammy Watkins, the guy we thought was going to be big time. He and Sean McVay just didn't, you know, mesh. And I don't, we'll see. I, I'm nervous though, because Tyreek Kill's there. Like, how much of a fantasy impact is Sammy Watkins going to have when Tyreek Kill is already a big play guy? Luckily for him, he's not going against the same defenses he went against last year. True. So, oh, the AFC so, West defenses, yeah. Except, yeah. except for the Chargers. The Chargers. The Chargers have some cornerbacks, but I mean, so it's going to be. And, I mean, the Denver's front line's good, but they don't. Ha they lost to leap, you know. So they're going to have. It's going to be easier to throw the ball on them. So I think that he has an opportunity. But yeah, it's going to be. He's going to be a boomer bust player probably from here on out. I my think guess. What my concern is is if you take Sean McVay, who basically got every ounce of talent and potential out of the players on his team last year, and he couldn't get anything out of Sammy Watkins, what does that say for what's going to happen with the Chiefs? Who I would argue last year floundered a little bit and really played to the strengths of everyone on that team. Uh, and we certainly had play calling issues. I mean, obviously, you know, Andy Reid gave it up at one point in time, and then we get in the playoffs, and it was a nightmare. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's, it's an interesting move because, like Brandon said, you got Tyreek Hill, who was the take the top off kind of guy, um, and is the big play guy. And I just, I'm not sure about Sammy Watkins' role there. Um, I just find it, I don't know, I find it really, really interesting. And more interesting is that how excited every other analyst is about this. Like, I feel like this is what people are the most excited about with yeah. Sammy Watkins going to the chiefs and I'm just not there. I'm not there yet. I, you know, I, I'm excited. From I'm, excited. Like I'm excited for you and your family, Courtney. I'm not as excited for, <laughs> I mean, for me and Sammy Watkins is pretty much always on my don't draft list period. So this does not change his fantasy perspective for me. Now, could there be value? Sure. But my opinion, I think there's so much excitement and hype around Sammy Watkins. His ADP is going to skyrocket this year, and it will not be remotely worth it, and you will not get the value from where you draft him, in my opinion. To me, he's someone I'm not drafting. I'm most upset about what this does to Tyreek Hill, like his value. Like I, I, Sammy Watkins, I don't think it changes that. You don't think so? Because I don't think no. Tyreek Hill very much depends on big plays. And but but by the way, that's part of his game. So I don't knock people for big plays. A lot of people will be like, oh, it's fluky or whatever. No, that's part of his game. Part of his game is fluky. So his I'm speed. fine with that. His speed. Yeah. Uh, and also trick plays and his versatility. I'm fine with that. That's not Sammy Watkins. No, no, for Tyreek Hill. I know, but that's not Sammy Watkins, you know, anymore. Ever since he was like constantly injured in Buffalo, I think that's why he wasn't productive in, in LA is because he just isn't able to cut the way he used to and whatnot. So oh, I think they're going to have to use him in the middle of the field more. They're going to have to use him for shorter dumps, which is kind of Andy Reid's thing, right? So I think that Tyreek Hill is going to still hold his value for those deep threats, for those big plays. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is going to be the main target. And Sammy Watkins is going to get what's ever left over. I'll I just, I, I just hope that Sammy can transition into that role because I, not every receiver can do it, right? You look at someone like Larry Fitzgerald, and that's part of what makes Larry so wonderful is that he was able to take a completely different role and step into it and still yeah. do well. Not every receiver can do that. I mean, there's years and years and years of a certain skill set to be playing a certain position of the wide receiver, and, and they're different. I hope he can do it, and it may explain why. I mean, Cooper Cup was a middle-of-the-field guy for the Rams, and and he was doing well, so they didn't have need for Sammy, if that's the case, if Aditi couldn't 
do what he needed to do. I just don't know. So for me, there's too many unknowns around Sammy Watkins for me to, to really touch it. Well, but I okay. agree with you, Courtney. I don't think it has any impact actually on Tyreek Hill's value. I think his value is completely fine and locked in. I don't think Sammy has an effect on it. I, I think Sammy Watkins is going to be a great value in the draft. I don't think you have to worry about overdrafting him. And Ashley, what else do we have a good value for? We do for some Hello Fresh, Courtney. Mm -hmm. Listen up, friends. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code HERFFB30. It is super convenient. The selection is phenomenal. There are flexible plans, simple and yet super delicious recipes. There's plans for everybody. There are three plans you can choose from, classic, veggie, and family. Everything is chef curated. And my favorite part is that, you know, it takes away meal planning, grocery shopping. I am <laughs> just lazy and I don't like to go to the grocery store. So for me, the fact a little box shows up on Monday for me is wonderful. I have to take literally walk from my doorstep to my fridge and unpack the very cute little brown bags with everything in them. Um, so yeah, the classic plan has a variety of meat, fish, seasonal produce. The veggie plan is features plant-based proteins grains and also seasonal produce and then there's the family meals that you know has everybody in mind so you choose a delivery date that works best for you again i said monday because i'm lazy so i like to do it at the beginning of the week uh, and you can choose you can pause it for weeks when you don't need it and you're when you're out of town so everything is pre-measured super handy meal kits delivered to your door who doesn't love that? Uh, and you get to try new things and become a better cook. We had somebody living with us while he was house searching and the guy could not cook to save his life. And I was like, you need to try some HelloFresh, my friend, because this is actually going to tell you how to cook. And you know what, guys? He was able to make some meals and they actually tasted him. pretty good. Able to do it. Yeah. So um, again, for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code HERFFB30. You will be so happy you did, guys. Go, go get it. Yum, yum, yum. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys. Let's talk about some running backs. Jarek McKinnon now plays for the 49ers. Um, I think this might be a bust. Really? I don't know. I don't know if I'm on the Jarek McKinnon bandwagon. Hmm. So something that we we don't really get too much into the draft coverage until they've been drafted because here at Pro Fantasy Football we believe that like landing spot is a big portion of whether or not they're yeah. going to be productive. So, um, but there's this thing for those of you that are listeners that don't really um, get into it either until then. There's this thing called the Spark Score, which is basically your your overall athleticism and your possibility of being awesome at the NFL. And Jerick McKinnon, I guess, had like a crazy spark score. Um, oh, and wow. people still bring it up like it matters like a million years later. Like, yeah, it does. It's kind of like Kevin, Kevin White had like a great 40 at the combine. You know, it's, a, it's like, yeah, years ago, you know, That's, yeah. And then he got I injured. Also was, and I also player. weighed a lot less yeah. years ago too, but I'm not going to tell people <laughs> that my weight still because that's delusional. Like, I just, well, I do. What is this? <laughs> Don't Me you? too. <laughs> You don't put your real way on your driver's license. Not no. real, real, no. but I don't. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. It's not insane, though. Like, people wouldn't look at me and go, oh, come on. But I think Jack McKinnon is coming off a really good year this year. So I understand some of the hype. Um, I get it. To me, he's just not an every down back. So the question is really going to be can they flush out a role that really plays to his strengths that benefits wow. the entire team? It'll be exciting to see how the 49ers do this year. 
Carlos Hyde is a Brown, which we already mentioned. Isaiah Crowell, though, packed up and went to the Jets. The I'm Jets. Me too. I, yeah, I think that could be really interesting. Mm -hmm. By the yeah. way, Matt Forte retiring and one of the greatest running backs of all time changed the game. Yeah, love you, Matt. One of the Wherever best you are. receiving <laughs> running backs ever. We love you. We love you. You Thank were always you. a bear. Yeah. <laughs> You're the best. Thanks for all your years. All right. Doug Martin goes to the Raiders on a one-year contract. Interesting. Very interesting. Is, is his career over? Almost. Is it over before it started? Mm. Kind of kind of sad. I, I just wonder if he's going to get in his own way because he has some off-the-field um, concerns that – I hope he's been sorted out. I hope he does well, but you, you know, you still got Marshawn Lynch there too. So, I mean, Doug Martin's always to some extent played in a committee of sorts. Marshawn Lynch, not as much. So I'll be intrigued to see how that plays out. Yeah. I don't know what we Hopefully would call what happened with Marshawn Lynch last year. I mean, I it know. wasn't a committee, even, but it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but. but I think they were Seattle scared to break committee. him. I think they were scared to break him for a long time. What do you think, guess? Uh, Doug Martin's uh, average yards per carry was? 2.4. Ashley? 2.7. You guys are actually low, but but you're close, though. 2.9, and actually it's been for two years, 2.9. Oof. 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 Mm. Goal line back, that's all he's got then, huh? <laughs> yeah, and it's not like he's known Just as a receiving back. Fall in. So no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's mm, two years mm. running, 2016 and 2017, both 2.9 yards per carry. And if you had to choose who you put in the goal line, Marshawn Lynch or Doug Martin? Well, I'm we know what Lynch the Seahawks in. would do. All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I'm putting Lynch in. I'm not putting Martin in. So, you know. <laughs> Burn. They're still feeling that. Oh, they just give it to Malcolm Butler. Um, let's see here. DeMarco Murray was cut from the Tennessee Titans, leaving everyone's favorite potential running back, Mr. Derrick Henry. But wait, they just signed Dion Lewis from the New England Patriots. Uh, the Titans also re-signed their right guard, which is good for those running backs. It'll be interesting to see. I feel like Dion Lewis and Derrick Henry are kind of similar backs. So I'd be I'm intrigued to see how this one-two punch is gonna work. I was at a, a March Madness thing today in the middle of the day, and uh, I was talking to a gentleman, and he said, you know, he wanted to talk to me about how he won his fantasy football league. This is what happens to us every time we go to anywhere, you guys. People talk to us about how they won their fantasy. Like, oh, you do fantasy football. And so uh, I was listening, and I was like, oh, did you have Todd Gurley? Because, like, everyone had Todd Gurley that won the championship, right? He's like, no, I actually beat the guy who had Todd Gurley. I said, what? But – he said, I had Dion Lewis. And if you remember correctly, Dion Lewis went bananas at the end of last season. Now, I'm not saying he's going to do that this year, uh, but it is intriguing um, because we haven't seen Derrick Henry take on that role in its entirety and in every single game basis because they just, DeMarco Murray just dominated in snaps and touches and just wasn't even close. So, um, I'm not saying that's going to happen, and and you're probably Dion Lewis will be a very very late round pick, and he probably should be. Uh, but yeah, it, it is something to think about, though. But I just thought that I was like, wow, Dion Lewis won your year championship. Hmm. Interesting. I, Interesting. I mean, I could I could see a that. Patriot running back. Scary. 
scary. That, that's a scary thing going into your championship. But he was the league. one the Patriot best. running back yeah. no one drafted. Remember? Yeah. Everyone thought yep. it was going to be Rex Burkhead. They thought it was going to be Mike Gillisley. Mm -hmm. um, poor Mike Gillisley. Does yeah. he even exist anymore? Maybe he's got guy. a shot. Maybe he's got a shot this year. We'll see. We'll see. I'm we'll with see. you, Courtney. I think that there's similar skill set. I'll be intrigued. I will say about the Patriots, they they're probably a little better about having um kind of knowing the strengths. I mean, you look at like James White, who does basically nothing all season long, but then he's Mr. Playoff, right? Rex Burkhead had a pretty defined role. You kind of knew what everybody's role was. I just, I, I'll be intrigued to see if the Titans really define roles for Derrick Henry versus Deion Lewis and see how that actually plays out because I don't think of either one of them as necessarily a pass catching back. They both can, but that's not like where one of them leans that way. So I don't know. It's intriguing. But they like to do the committee too now. That's that's clear at this point in time. So they're kind of, for me, becoming one of those teams like the Patriots where I get nervous drafting because I don't know what that ratio is going to look like. That's right. Well, we all know the Giants need a lot of help. Uh, they signed left tackle Nate Soldier from the Patriots and Jonathan Stewart from the Panthers. Uh, the man cannot be stopped. He's still going, you guys. He's still going. Good for him. Good for him. I guess. Oh, this could be another disaster for the Giants. That's okay. In no. some sad news, the Ravens released Danny Woodhead. No. Saw that coming. No. But so the Patriots are interested. I told, I knew it. They I said are. it. I said, I was like, Danny Woodhead's going to the Patriots. I can guarantee it right now. Danny Woodhead is going to the Patriots. The second I heard he was released. That's exact. It's, it's the perfect guy for the Patriots. AP was released from the Cardinals. Can you tell me you didn't see that coming? I mean, I think he's going to have his best year yet. I just want my for him. I'm sure he thinks that too. Yeah. That seems to be his MO. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, we were asked what the worst uh, signing was of free agency so far, and uh, it's not on our list, so I'm just going to jump in and, and ask. I think it was Ryan Grant um, because he didn't even pass, pass. his physical. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and everything. I was like, is Ryan Grant still around? I couldn't believe it. I need to look into what it was. If I don't think he even announced what he didn't pass yet, but I'm like, of all the things, like you know – that you need to be in good shape right now to pass a physical. How could this a pro athlete not pass a physical short of like a major injury that he's just not ready for? Yeah, I just I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. And why did the Ravens go? You know what? We should really bring back Ryan Grant. Ryan Grant. <laughs> Ryan Grant's the guy. And listen, I, I want everyone to make their money. I don't want to mock Ryan Grant, and I'm sure you know whatever. But like. Wouldn't you have a pretty good idea this early in free agency if the guy would be able to pass a physical? You would one think. would hope. One would hope, but apparently not. <sighs> crazy. It's like Stewart passed a physical, though. I mean, he's officially on the Giants, so good for him. I mean, I know he's like older than I am, but I, I'm. You go, man. Make you go. Money. You keep you going, go. man. I'm into it. I'm into it. The Lions are visiting everyone with Garrett Blunt, Frank Gore, DeMarco Murray. The list goes on and on. So they're obviously looking for a running back. So it'll be interesting who's to see who lands with them. Patriots re-signed Rex Burkhead to a three-year de deal, and the Seahawks didn't didn't sign Mr. Thomas Rawls. Also not, not surprising. Bring in no. DeMarco Murray, Seahawks. Please get a running back. Stop it. I think, I think it'd be a good place for him to land, honestly. 
Oh yeah, they need someone. And I know I know DeMarco Murray didn't look uh himself with the Titans and he kept getting hurt and everything. I I get that. And he's had a lot of wear and tear. Just that one season alone with the with the Cowboys where he went bananas. That was wear and tear enough. But still, he's better than anything that's been happening in Seattle forever. Yeah. Since Marshawn Lynch. There you go. Well, and they had they had their chance with Jimmy Graham. Now he goes to the Packers. Uh, a team that doesn't typically use their <laughs> tight ends. Tight end. Yeah. Why Jimmy Graham yeah. chose that team after he just so chose Seattle, who didn't use tight ends? It's just like, I mean, does he just not care about playing? He just wants to paycheck. I don't know. It's very odd. Very odd. You know who's really good? Devontae Adams. He's very very yeah. good. And I, I, I think that's going to continue. And um, people were like, oh, it's because, you know, they cut Jordy because they got Jimmy Graham. I, I would say kind of. But I think it's more than just that, like, with Devontae Adams, they just, I mean. Yeah. It's a different team. He's really good. It yeah. is. But I still think they have wide receiver concerns. I understand bringing Jimmy Graham in if they're going to actually use him, which historically they haven't used tight ends very well. But Jimmy Graham is a, a huge red zone target. Jordy Nelson was a big red zone target for Aaron Rodgers. So in a sense, he could replace that. But I don't know. I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm really intrigued by this one because it's going to involve uh, some different offensive schemes than this team is used to. Mm. Got to change the yeah. playbook. You well, know what I knew? About... Oh, God. I, I was going to say, you know when I knew that Jordy Nelson wasn't the number one wide receiver we were used to? It was when Brett Hundley went in and he disappeared. <laughs> Like yeah. number one wide receivers don't disappear like that. You know, that's why Devontae Adams kept his stats up. Devontae Adams continued to produce. Jordy Nelson didn't. And I think that just the team had to realize that just things had changed. Not that he didn't yeah. have chemistry there in Rogers, but like who doesn't? Well, yeah, Martellus Bennett. Martellus Bennett does not have chemistry there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, Cameron Bright gets re-signed to a team that actually does use tight ends. Speaking of Tampa chemistry. Bay Buccaneers. That's right. Mm -hmm. Austin Ferry and Jenkins leaves the Jets and gets signed by the Jaguars. Don't I'm intrigued know. by this one. Anyone else? Friends cringing. I like it. I like Aust Austin Safari and Jenkins. He's got talent. I mean, I don't know. Sure I don't does. know if I Love him, although he's better last year. I should say he was better last year. Yeah, well, there's, there's, there's for hope. a portion of it, and then he fell off the. I think, again. and I think Blake Bortles and and Jenkins can really do I, something. Yeah, together. I agree. I really do. I do. Trey Burton, formerly of the Eagles, signed a four-year uh, deal um, with the Bears. I know you guys like that. Sure do. Love that. Actually, this might well, be my favorite signing. Trey Burton is a star on any team other than the team with Zach Ertz. I mean, you can't beat out Zach Ertz. It, no. He's a true Just, tight end. The guy can block. The guy's got good hands. I mean, he can be used in any package. I think he's going to be on the field a ton. Um, and I love, again, you know, Mitchell Trubisky, you know, he's a newbie paired with a good tight end. I love it. I Bears. think Bears really Browns. Bears and Browns. Who knew? And they have a and 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 both of them are gonna be big players in the draft, too. So it's not just that like they're gonna go away now. This is mm -hmm. very intriguing to me. I'm a Mitchell Trubisky truther, anyone who's uh listened to the show this year. I really, I really feel like he has a lot of leadership skills. He wasn't given a lot to work with, and he still tried to make the most out of it. He never gave up in a game. 
Um, I, I, you know, I, I like him. I think I think there's something kind of spunky about him, and I think this really helps. Thank you, thank you for getting him weapons. And Matt Nagy is now the head coach of the Chicago Bears, and he was the guy who was the offensive coordinator for Travis Kelsey. So if Trey Burton can go over there and be a stud, that'd be really cool. That would be cool. I would I would be into that. And not so shocking news: the Dolphins released Julius Thomas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. After not being able to trade him, the Lions released sure hands Eric Ebron. Oh, poor guy. Um, <laughs> you feel bad for the guy, but I mean, like, come on. I don't. Come I don't. On. He didn't Girls. draft himself in the first round. I blame the Lions. That's on the Lions. Who cares? Do it doesn't. So, so pretend like you didn't get drafted in the first round and perform like a guy who got drafted in the seventh round. I would have been okay with that. He couldn't even do that. You know. He was just. He awful. was the top tight end for the last half of the year, and for fantasy purposes, I, I think if he goes to the right place, maybe this could be a nice, you know, change of scenery for him. Maybe he'll do okay. He's really young. Yeah, Eric Ebron was the top but, receiver or top tight end yeah, for the last half of the season. Yeah, he it's was, and I know he was definitely the top tight end for the the fantasy playoffs weeks thirteen through sixteen. He's only twenty four. He's like Sammy Watkins. We're like, we think they're, you know, like 30 because we feel like they've really kind of done damage to us for fantasy purposes yeah. for a while. They've but, emotionally well, scarred us. Yeah, but he's only 24. I, I think that the right place, he has big, you know, yeah. I mean, he definitely has some hands issues. I, said, I just feel block. like you have good hands or you don't. Yeah, it's a mental game. really hard it, to improve improve that. So to yeah. me, oof. But, I, you know, I, I hope. I hope he's able to land somewhere. And I do think a change of scenery is good just for his mental space because, I mean, those Lions fans even were brutal about Eric Ebron. It was just getting painful yeah. at the end. So I think I think it's a, a good move for him. I just – I know I'm not drafting them. So I know we're you not talking about the, the draft, um, but Lamar Jackson is a big-time quarterback when the Heisman in 2016, third uh, in the voting in 2017. And um, he didn't do a lot of the combine drills. And the reason why is because – Somehow, people are now being like, we want to see you as a wide receiver. But ironically, and what made me laugh is that he was like, well, um, first of all, I've been rather successful as a quarterback in a pro-style offense in Louisville, but um, I can't catch. (laughs) So that's a problem. And I started laughing because I was like, when did we stop respecting the ability to – like, it actually is a skill. And it's difficult to do. Yeah. I, you can't just all of a sudden be a wide receiver and be like, and I just love that he was like, I, I can't catch. Like, I'm not good at that. <laughs> so I just, anyway, so hopefully Eric Ebron um, can change his narrative and say that he can catch. Uh, but it just made me think of poor Lamar Jackson where I was like, why are people asking him to be wide receiver if he can't catch? Well, well, and it's not uncommon that a player, even in college, has played other positions, right? I mean, sure, that is not uncommon. Even in the NFL, you got players who are like, oh, he formerly was a quarterback, who's a wide receiver, and you know he's a guy that will sit there and and throw the quarterback on the trick plays. But for the most part, yeah, no, I mean, catching a ball is a skill. It is a skill set. You can't. And I feel like people are tainted because of the whole tight end issue, where it's like they're a basketball player, blah blah. blah. I'm like, but in basketball, there that you still have to catch the ball. There is yeah. still that that connection. So to me, I just no, no. We all need to know our limits. Know our limits. I also can't catch, by the way. Yeah, I will (laughs) never get up in the morning and work out. Know your limits. It's not going to happen. It's all the same. Some people can't catch the ball. It's okay. 
Tom Brady. Know your limits. Oh, know your limits. Oh, too soon. What did you say? Tom Brady. Know your limits. Can't catch the ball. You know who can? A Nick Foles. Yeah. It's mean, but it's true. So mean. Brandon, do you want to touch on some of these defensive guys real fast? Sure. Uh, poor Richard Sherman. Uh, you know, he signed with the 49ers, which is great because everyone wants to be there because Jimmy Garoppolo is undefeated um, at life. I mean, basically, Jimmy Garoppolo wins uh, everything because he's like, you know, G- Mr. Jimmy GQ. Uh, but Richard Sherman did it his own contract. So it's he almost has no guaranteed money. And it's all uh, about him making the Pro Bowl and interceptions and stuff. Like that. It's a little crazy, but uh, I think he will do a good job there. Tyron Matthews, free agent, uh, so make sure to keep an eye on him. Mo Wilkerson agrees in terms of the Packers, uh, you know. And then uh, the Rams just announced like Marcus Peters and a- <laughs> keep to leave. So uh, because people want to play for the Rams, who knew you guys one year turnaround, man. McVay. Jeff Fisher is sitting at home being like, how did all of my quarterbacks make the playoffs the year after I left? One of them was the Super Bowl MVP. Everybody's leaving teams like the Broncos and the Chiefs to join the Rams, who were actually the number one offense in football last year. Like, he has to be at home wondering what's happened. But he's walking around in flip-flops, and so he, with the mustache, well, he must be happy. He's probably at home also being like, Sammy Watkins is a great player. Yeah, he probably was really <laughs> excited about that signing. Uh, uh, Malcolm Butler, who was inexplicably, I'm sorry, it still has not been explained as to why he got benched for the Super Bowl, uh, was uh, now signed by the Titans. Uh, and again, like, they didn't win, so. Do you see Butler made a comment afterwards being like, you never questioned Bill Belichick in terms of, like, you just don't do it, man. Don't do it. Except you sat there crying, Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean you, I, I mean, you don't question, question it unless you, know. you watch the game and go, hmm, wonder if defense hmm. would have helped in a couple of these situations. Someone could use help here. Yeah. Yeah. And the Eagles, of course, are just getting even better. So speaking of the Super Bowl, congratulations, Eagles. You just do you. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun free agency, you guys. A total uh, reversal for a lot of these teams. And we still have the draft, which we're going to come back to you guys after uh, the draft to talk to you about who's going where, why, what. Um, we may do a little draft preview. You gotta, we got to keep you on your toes, though. So it's going to be good times. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We'll get to you there and we'll talk about the NFL draft. And of course, then we will have our draft where we pick our teams we'll be covering for 2018. So wherever Eric Ebron lands, I hope I do not get that team. That's all I ask. That's I all I ask. The Niners. No Niners, no Niners, no Niners, no Niners. All right, the you Niners guys will enjoy- be fun this year. I'm not Jimmy Garoppolo girl. So no, it wouldn't be fun That's for true. me. We don't want to have you damper our 49ers we love. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys, until next time, no more faking it.